MP, it's our final event of the year. Oh, it's all a bit sad, Bretto, but after four big events for 2018, we are going out with a bang with one more wellness base camp, and the location for this one is regional Victoria, the great town of Bendigo awaits. Oh, and how's this for a lineup, MP? Bendigo will be rocking with the rock star of wellness, Damien Christoph. The art of self-love angel herself, Kim Morrison, hits the stage. As will the natural nutritionist, Steph Lowe. And I'll tell you what, Steph's presentation at the summit on fasting was a showstopper. You'll be there, Bretto. I'll be there too. And Wendy Stewart from Wendy's Way will be there to share her inspirational story, which really did go off at the Wellness Summit earlier this year. It's Saturday, October 27 at the beautiful All Seasons Resort Hotel in Bendigo and tickets are selling fast. Two for one tickets for this one day of inspiration, information and empowerment are available at thewellnessbasecamp.com. That's right, folks. Get your two-for-one tickets at thewellnessbasecamp.com before they run out and then the price goes up. Finish your year of wellness in style at The Wellness Base Camp in Bendigo, Saturday, October 27. Tickets at thewellnessbasecamp.com. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to Wendy's Way with your host, Wendy Stewart. Fortnite show featuring everyday people on their wellness journeys, living inspiring lives with courage and passion. Welcome everyone to this episode of Wendy's Way. I'm your host, Wendy Stewart. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm super excited to have my guest today on the show, who's literally on the other side of Australia in beautiful Southern WA. I had the privilege of meeting this beautiful human at the recent Wellness Summit in Melbourne. And let me just tell you, if you didn't even know her, the first thing you would notice about her is this radiant, beaming smile and these beautiful, welcoming eyes. She is just beautiful. She's amazing to talk to. She's incredible to listen to. I felt a connection to her instantly, and I had to have her on the show to share her story with you, tell you all about what she's doing. So please welcome to Wendy's Way, Helen Marshall from The Primal Alternative. Yay! What an introduction. Seriously, that's oh. like, like I'm, I think I might start crying. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. We, there's oh, no crying in podcasts. Well, actually, there is. There's, <laughs> we, yeah, we can cry. It's all good. But no, I mean that with all sincerity, Helen. You know, you didn't know who I was. I didn't know who you were. I followed you online. I voted for you in some competition, which I can't even remember. And I was like, <laughs> I just loved what you were doing. I love the concept of it. And to get to meet you and, you know, we were so, well, I thought we were so blessed to have our stands across from each other at the Wellness mm. Summit. And I got mm-hmm. to sample, sample generously lots of your product <laughs> over those two days. And, I mean, I knew who you were. I'd had some of your product before. But to get the introduction one-on-one with the founder of this amazing company and everything that you're doing, I just think was such a wonderful, you know, that was just one of the highlights of my Wellness Summit. Aww. Oh, thank you, Wendy. And then likewise, when I met you, like I was so excited to be, like you said, opposite, um, opposite each other. Uh, and you're just your, you've got the way you describe me is exactly how I describe you. Big, big beaming smile and big welcoming eyes and a big hug. I think we just gave each yes, other a big hug. I know, right? I'm a, I'm a hugger and yeah. you're a hugger. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's all good. It's all we good. hugged. 
Yeah. We could talk we could spend a whole podcast talking about hugs, could we not? <laughs> we could. Let's do that another time. Yeah. <laughs> I think we should. I think we should. Anyway, let's get started. So you created the beautiful company called Primal Alternative. And mm. I know that to get to that point, I mean I've I've been lucky enough to read your bio and you know know a little bit about you, but I wanted to introduce you to my lovely tribe of listeners. So I know there was, you know, things that happened in your life and, you know, the medical conditions you were dealing with that led you to this. I was wondering if you could just briefly share a little bit of your story with the listeners and then we can get on to Primal Alternative, please. Of course, I'd love to. And, you you know, I think that my story isn't anything exceptional. In fact, it's very, um, at the time, I thought it was just just happening to me and I was the only person in the world. But obviously, when you step into this um, into this wonderful wellness space of all these people who are um, on healing journeys and you hear their stories and you, you realize that you're not on your own. Um, and the good thing is you can do something about, about it, you know, if you are feeling like things aren't going so well health-wise. So for me, I've always been super motivated to be healthy, you know, yes, so I yes. ate... Um, I ate a low-fat carbohydrate, um, di- low-fat high-carbohydrate diet as prescribed by the government oh, is the way to be healthy. Didn't we all, Helen? Didn't we all? <sighs> we did, and um, wouldn't so much as touch any fat at all. So there was no no skin on um, any of the meat that I ate. There was no uh, beautiful olive oil on the salad dressing. I wouldn't so much as touch an avocado. Like that's it was no zero fat in oh my life. Oh my god! And I can't imagine living yeah. without an avocado. Sorry, I'm just saying. <laughs> me, I don't know. I'm like, well, now even yes, if it's not yes. in season, I don't care. I still need avocados. Oh, me, me too, life. Helen. Me too. I don't care how much they cost. I still buy them. <laughs> yeah, they're so they're so yummy. So I was really surprised at the age of 38 to realize that I had this just long list of. Um, debilitating health conditions and so my uh, list my shopping list of feeling all horrible looks like this so my main symptom was nausea so I just felt sick all the time I couldn't sleep so I knew I was tired I had that like tired but wired feeling you know like when you feel like you've had 10 espressos and you can't sit still and you get into bed and your mind's racing but you can't sleep and then you're stressed out because you can't sleep and it's just this horrible vicious cycle that's not very nice way to be um I couldn't poo so I think I had about three tiny little logs a week which uh which wasn't good so I wasn't detoxifying my body properly and so as a result I was very anxious I was very jumpy um, and I was pretty flat, felt disconnected. What's the point? Felt extremely overwhelmed just with everything, just day-to-day life things. And I also developed a couple of really strange phobias. One was around my kids getting sick. Like I know every mother doesn't want their kids to get sick, but I used to obsess about it, like obsess about it. Um, And even I'd be hanging out the washing and I'd be thinking, stop thinking about this. And I'd try and like, you know, um, slap an affirmation on it or try and think of great things I'm grateful for or something like that. But my mind just kept going. It was like this horrible, dark tunnel that it kept wanting oh to go down. And the other thing, which will probably be a surprise to you, Wendy, is that I developed a phobia of flying. Oh, so my for ten, gosh. Obviously, oh, my God. I know. Like, so obviously I'm not Australian. I'm from the UK. True. I've traveled yes. the world. Yes. Um, I love flying. I actually find it a very... It's like a, a like no man's zone. You're like yeah. you know you're not there and you, you have you're not there either. And, and you've just got this wonderful time to reflect. And yes. I just love flying. It's an amazing time. But yeah, didn't fly anywhere for ten years. Oh, we didn't Helen. go anywhere. 
And which is really hard when half your family is in New Zealand and the other half is in the UK and yes. you can't get off the ground. So so that's that's where I was at. And um, I just knew that this wasn't me. I knew that I had felt better than this before, yes. but I couldn't understand what was wrong with me. So I had umpteen tests at the doctors and they basically said after various tests they said look there's nothing wrong with you um you might have irritable bowel syndrome but we don't have a drug for that so that's where I was at so in a desperate attempt to reset my health I turned to the paleo diet yes um because I'd heard about it and I was like what's this um, I knew I, I knew that ditching gluten might be a good move to make me make me feel a bit sure. better. And then so I'm in for a penny in for a pound me. So I was like, right, well, if I'm getting rid of gluten, I might as well get rid of all grains altogether and sugar and dairy and alcohol mm. and refined um, <laughs> industrial seed oil. Yes, yes. So I just went for it. And I've got to tell you, like after an initial – like five days of just feeling worse than ever. Oh, I was like, oh, oh, I hear you, sister. To me? I hear you. Yeah, it was, my, it was my detox. It was my detox, which I didn't know about because I didn't have anyone holding my hand through all this. Yes. It was just kind of like, um, you know, just just going for it all by myself. But when I popped out the other side, it was like somebody had lifted this veil and the colours looked better. The food tasted better, yes. music sounded better, and I just thought, oh, my goodness, I'm never going to go back to eating those sorts of foods again. And that's how I ended up Oh my gosh. <laughs> transformed. Well, you know, well, I mean, you know, we, we have a very similar story in that regard, as you've heard my story too, and I so relate to the veil lifting. Absolutely. Mm. And it's like, I, I mean, okay, I didn't have, didn't develop phobias or anything, but I can't imagine not being able to fly because, you know, travelling like you is one of my favourite things to do. Mm-hmm. And I've got family in India. I've got friends all over the world. You know, Duncan and I have been lucky to travel to many beautiful places, not just in Australia but overseas as well. And I, I know that cocoon you're talking about, you know, you're up in the plane and, you know, sometimes I've mm. been lucky enough to be in the pointy end of the plane and it's just you're, you know, you're looked after, someone's nurturing you, someone's feeding you, offering you a drink, whatever it is, and you're just in that space where no one can, you know, there's no Wi-Fi and sadly there is more and more mm. Wi-Fi available on planes these days that I've noticed in my last few flights. But it was like just switch off. You don't even have to turn on your turn on your little in-screen, on-screen entertainment, in-seat entertainment or anything like that. So I can really relate to that and wow. And I can't imagine not being able to have gone to India to see family and friends for 10 years. I just, I can't, I just, I just don't know how you coped with that, Helen. Well, can you imagine, like, you know me and you yes. know that I'm outgoing and bubbly. And yes. when you live, like we live, we live, I was working out the other day, Perth is the most isolated city in the whole of the world, right? We live six hours south of Perth and and so we're like isolated from the most isolated city. Yes. And then even in the town, even where we live, like we live like 25 minutes out of town. So we're like isolated oh from our gosh. town. You know, so, so when you live that far away and you still want to get involved with stuff, you, you need to be able to, you need to be willing to do big car trips. You Absolutely. need to be willing to get on the plane. And for 10 years, I kind of opted out of life, oh to be honest. Well, mm. I'm, I'm so glad that 10 years is over for you because I just, you know, knowing where you are right now, I'm so grateful that you went on this journey and, you know, found, you know, where you are right now. So tell me, after all this happened and, you know, you've obviously changed your diet and 
done the paleo and I did paleo too for a while there and I mean you know I'm not strict paleo now but I do follow a lot of that um, a lot of their teach you know that school of thought yeah but how mm. how did you get to you know where you are like say now let's let's talk about it because I really would like to highlight your beautiful primal alternative what led you to creating festival primal alternative mm. well in my um in my like previous life uh from the age of 14 I was a gym instructor and aerobics teacher yeah. oh, you can wow. tell it's like in the 90s. So I worked in gyms for 10 years um, with women. So yes. I worked in women's gyms and women would come in and we'd say, right, what are your goals? And their goals were always to lose weight and tone up. That was it, right? There was never any link between food and mood wow. or food and chronic um, health conditions or yes. you know mental health, anything, right? Um, so I'd always really loved working with women and, and helping them on their health journey. But um, the leisure industry wasn't for me, mainly because the crap pay and the crap hours, right? Oh, so can you imagine? I left. I know. So I left the leisure industry and went into a corporate world as a recruiter. And in this role, I was helping women find jobs. Yes. And these were women in accounting support roles. So they'd generally, and what I'd see was, you know, women would take some time out of the workforce, so like raise a family or whatever, and then they'd go back and try and get a job that fitted in around school hours. And there's nothing there. There's nothing available in the old paradigm, you know, of jobs um, sure. for mums. You know, sure. mums really these days need to be entrepreneurs and make up their own um, jobs, um, you know, so they can fit around their family. So when I reclaimed my health, I thought, oh my god, I need to. I want to help other women do this. If I can yes. just help one of the women, one of the women stop feeling as crappy as I was. You know, people would stop it. Like I started blogging and people would stop me in the street and put their hand on my arm and say, look, Helen, I've been taking anti-nausea tablets for five years. Like, what do I, what do I need to do? I thought this was normal. I thought feeling this tired was normal, you know? Oh my. So, so I felt really compelled, not like, a, oh, it'd be nice to help with the people. Like absolutely driven to um, help other people. So I qualified as a primal health coach and started doing one-on-one -on -one health coaching um, and I launched a couple of online health program, yes. um, programs as well. And although the courses were brilliant and women were getting amazing um, breakthroughs and transformations and I still do those programs now and absolutely love them, I got kickback. You know, people would say to me, Helen, it's all right for you. Uh, you like spending time in the kitchen, but I've got a full-time job and I don't have time to sure. prepare everything from sure, scratch. Sure. Plus, yes. you know what it's like? When you eat this way, you can't just get everything from Coles. Oh, you, know, no, you need to no, no, no. order some stuff online. You need to get to know your local farmers, get to the farmer's markets. And it's, it's time-consuming and it's draining. And sometimes you just think, sod it, I can't be bothered. Yes. So... So what I said to my clients that were giving me this feedback was, I said, how about if I cook something for you? And I think it's about three or four people put their hand up and said, yeah, I'd buy something from you. And that's how the Primal Alternative range was, wow. was born, just in that need to make grain-free easy for yes, people. So yes. generally most of our customers are people who would ordinarily make their own products, breads and pastas, um, sorry, breads and pizzas and pastries and cookies. They'd normally make them themselves. Sure. But in the weeks where they think, I just can't be bothered, like instead of getting something conventional and completely 
unraveling all of their good work, now they can go to a shop and have that convenience of buying something that's beautiful, homemade with love, made locally, and yeah, just just to take the pressure off because you know we we try and do everything all on our own these days, and and people talk about oh it takes a village, you know it takes a village to raise a child, it takes a village for everything, but we still can have, I believe, that village feel if we stop trying to make it so hard for ourselves and we allow other people to come in and to help us, and that can be you know in the form of you know, local um, local sauerkraut producers, local sourdough bread producers, whatever it is that you eat, you don't need to do it all on your own. You can. It's okay to outsource some of the some of the work to other people. I can't agree with that more because I, I you know, I, you haven't maybe not realised, but one of my all time catchphrases and every I say it as often as I can is that it takes a village. We cannot do oh, this there you alone. Go. We cannot do this alone. <laughs> We try to be super women and super men out there and super mums and aunties and, you know, all sorts of friends and daughters and wives and whatever we try to do. We cannot do this all on our own. We just can't. And, I mean, I, you know, I've said to you before, I grew up in India where I lived in a joint family and we just don't have that, you know, in this country anymore. Mm. We don't have the CWA supporting all of us or, you know, all that. We don't have women communities supporting us, surrounding us, unless we create it and we work hard to create it. And there's no harm in asking for help. I know other friends who have been shamed by other friends because they have cleaners or because they outsource their ironing Mm. or because they do calls online or woolies online or whatever it may be. And I'm just like, you know what, if that's what's making it work for you, well, you go right ahead. And, you know, there's also you can buy from Farmers Direct, you can get deliveries from beautiful organic producers if you just go looking for it i know there are deliveries all over melbourne um, and i get some too so we need to ask for help and we shouldn't be you know we shouldn't be ashamed to ask for help and let me just tell you uh, i mean we're going to talk about your products in a second but i came home from the wellness summit i was drained i was exhausted i'd had the time of my life but come came you know come monday night dinner after you know the house was empty beautiful order Mm -hmm. the healthy shift worker had gone back to brisbane and i was like Oh my god! I couldn't think of anything worse than. And all I had to do was go and get mm. the pizza bases that you had. Primal alternative pizza primal bases. alternative pizza bases. <laughs> sprinkle the lovely toppings on it. Whack it in the oven. And Duncan and I had beautiful, yeah. you know. And that was the night there could have been trouble, you know. And I knew mm. I was coming home with that, but because in previous years, no doubt it would have been pizza or takeaway or I don't know hamburgers or whatever you want to call it. But your products, which we're going to talk about in just one second. And just give you that, you know, you don't fall off the wagon, as you say. You don't go and make mm-hmm. a choice that's not the best for you. You can slice up your beautiful bread, put some smashed avo on it, you know, put some, chi- you know, roast chicken or whatever on it and just, oh, my God, yum, yum, yum. So let's talk about your product because, you know, I'm salivating at the thought of getting my hands on some very <laughs> soon again. So tell everyone what you offer, please. Sure. Well, we'll start with the pizza bases, as you've yes. mentioned. So they are they're just an awesome uh, – we always have a stash of them in the freezer. It's our Friday night go-to food. Um, it really feels, like you said, a, it's like a night off cooking, right? Totally. So we'll just get the pizza bases out. I usually batch make up a big, like, beautiful tomato sauce with loads of garlic in and um, some oregano or basil, whatever's in season, and I've got that already to go in the fridge 
Um, and the kids like to make their own, so they just put their own toppings on. And so they already come like pre-cooked. So you can, quite a lot of our customers like to slice them up and use them as you would do a Turkish bread, like as, you know, if you're going to have dips That's what and I do. stuff like that. That's what I do. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> there you go. So they're good like that, or you can. And yeah, turn them into a pizza and have them have them that way. And then um, we've also got a fat and seedy pizza base. So for those people in your tribe who are on a low carb journey or yes. watching um, their macros in any way, then yes. the fat and seedy pizzas have just got four grams of carbohydrates per entire oh. base, which is just like some kind of freaking miracle um, <laughs> to be able to get pizza like that. Oh, right, good. And then we <laughs> then we've got our bread. So we've got our fruit toast which is um, completely dairy-free as well, so suitable for vegans. And that's just full of nuts and seeds and um, fruit and spices. And it's a bit like a hot cross bun meets fruit toast in a dark alley. And this it is, is a love child. Like it it's is delicious. Just, <laughs> let me just tell you, it is just my, my absolute favorite of all your products. I love them all, but this one, oh, my God. I think I ate a whole loaf by myself, you know, over the course of a couple of days. <laughs> and I was like... No, it's a good one. It's it's lovely. Like if you if you're feeling like a dessert or you're feeling yeah. like sometimes I'll have it yes. like for supper with a cup of tea on a night or like is it a bit of a, like a cake in the afternoon? Like or or sometimes I love it like we've just been travelling in Perth and when you get for breakfast you get a bit bored of bacon and eggs all the oh, time. So just? to just to take some fruit toast and have it in your room with just some peanut butter on top or just normal grass fed butter, it just oh delicious. And so if, we've got that and that used yeah. to be the best selling bread until fat and seedy bread oh, came on. Okay. Came on the scene. Fat and seedy bread is like I think last month, and this is only out of twenty two prime listers who um participated in some sales reporting that we're just getting started yes, yes. they sold 700 loaves of fat and seedy bread oh just last my month. goodness that's How kind of popular awesome. <laughs> so that one that one's just got one gram of carbohydrates per slice of bread which is just a knock just a knockout yeah. and then we've also got our zucchini um zucchini bread pumpkin bread as well which is just like a beautiful alternative oh, to wheat bread we've got beautiful. our chopped chip cookies which we put in the goodie bags of the wellness, all of the wellness um, couch events. You'll get a cookie in the bag, and that's from Yay. us. <laughs> no, this, and you see, I love watching people digging through their bags, and it's like, yeah, I got a cookie. They're like, they love it, you know, like it's Duncan so, was so, so much fun. Duncan was so excited when he saw a cookie in his bag. He's like, yes. He goes, yeah, I know, it's great. Goes, in the, on have- the second day. On the second day at the summit, as primalistas were going digging around the bags trying to find any leftovers because <laughs> we wanted to make them. Doug was like, can I have yours? I went, no, this is actually one cookie no. I'm going to eat. No. <laughs> mm. Yes. Yes. And they've got less than one – they've got less than a teaspoon of sugar. We use beautiful coconut sugar. Yes, They've do. got less than a teaspoon of sugar per biscuit. So, like, if you're going to have one, you might as well make it that one. If you're going to oh, have a cookie, then agreed. this is good. It's agreed. full of good fats agreed. from the nuts and the butter. And, yeah, it, it, I have it and never get that sugar crash feeling that afterwards. Awesome. You know, it's just a nice it's just a nice feeling. And then the final two products to mention is our jellies, which are also very keto-friendly and full of gut-nourishing gelatin, which is – I made them as a way to get um, – basically to get gelatin into my kids, right, because the kids aren't that keen on sipping the bone broth. But it turns out that even the big kids like them too, like everybody everybody loves the jellies, which is great. And the final product, the one that I'm very, very proud um, of, is our 
um, quirky cooking grain-free pastry. So I don't know if any of your listeners have heard of quirky cooking, but if you haven't, oh, I'm sure, definitely I'm sure look, lots look of them up. have. And if they haven't, they're going to hear about it in about one second. Hear about it now. Joe Whitten um, from Quirky Cooking was basically my saviour when I first started on this journey. Yes. And her um, her first cookbook was my go-to. Still is very very thumb marked book that gets used. A lot of our staples are in there. And um, Joe was uh, Joe and Fuad now uh, loved what we we're doing at Primal Alternative because. Um, you know, what we're doing is real food in a very community-centric and ethical way. Absolutely. And so they thought, wow, wouldn't it be great if we could get our um, life-changing pastry to the whole of Australia without going to a factory and to be able to support yes. basically their fans who wanted to, to work for Joan Fouad, essentially. So this just means that all of our favourites like quiches, sausage rolls, kale triangles, pies, all of those yummy, yummy, yummy things are back on the menu with this amazing grain-free um, pastry. It's made of just absolutely whole food ingredients and it's done for you because I don't know about you, but I love pastry, but it's a faff to make it, oh, you know. Oh, me too. But, and, you know, when you when you change your way of eating like you and I have and, you know, we're off all the pastry and, all, you know, all the stuff we used to love, there goes the pies, the sausage rolls, the you know, the spinach triangles, everything's out the window. But this brings it back. Mm. It's back. It's back in my kitchen, it's back on my table, it's back on my kitchen bed, and it's back in my tummy, most importantly. So it's- Yama. Yeah, and why not? You know, oh. like sometimes, like like the pastry, like when we first launched it, and the same as the cookies, they take a while to get going because people like you and I have decided we don't eat pastry, we don't Correct. eat biscuits, and you know, Correct. so it takes a while for people to realize, actually, this is real food ingredients, and you know, when you make your own sausage roll fillings, for example, from scratch, you can make a really nutrient dense um, meal from from the pastry as well. So it's um it's very exciting to have it back. You sure I'm can, and you know, I, I am I am so grateful that it's back. You know, back in my in my kitchen and on my menu when the, when the need is, especially you know, in on a cold Melbourne winter day when you know you're watching the footy you're nicely rugged up all you want is like a meat pie or a sausage roll or something well you've oh, got yeah. you've got the option mm. to do that because you know that was off the menu for us for a long long time because there was you know there was yes. the other ones that were you know factory produced just weren't to our taste palette and didn't fit what we were trying to do and there was too much other nasties in them and I was like no I'm not having any of that in my you know anywhere near me I'm not mm. interested so but that is so well, awesome something- it is so awesome, but something happened, and I know we talked just a little bit on this when I when I interviewed you, Wendy. But something happened when, like, my grandma used to make a meat pie, and it was completely healthy. So, yes. she, all right, she did used flour, but it wouldn't have been so genetically modified. It no, wouldn't have been no, so no. sprayed with glyphosate, you know. Um, and she would have used lard, and then she would have made it from you know meat that was local and it would have been in season and and it was good and then something happened like in our parents era and I remember like looking for um meat pies in the shop and trying to find a clean one you know before we went paleo just trying to find one without so many nasties in just can't buy them they just you you can't not out there you just can't they're just even a nightmare you know, unless you go to a specialized bakery or somewhere where you find someone who's using the best quality and the highest quality ingredient and forget it. And then, you know, it's way out of your price range anyway. So if you're trying to feed a family like that, that's just, it's not cost effective. And, you know, 
I'm sorry, but we all only have limited budgets to, you know, feed and clothe and do all those amazing things we need to do to, you know, for ourselves. So, but you guys, you know, and what I love, and I cannot tell you how much this warms my heart, Helen, is that you're empowering other women to have businesses of their own. You know, we're going to talk about that in just one second, businesses of their own. And at the same time, they're making these amazing healthy products that are feeding their families and the families around them. And you know it's it's gonna it's gonna have this ripple effect all over the country. I have no, it already has. I have no doubt about it. <laughs> yeah, look, it's amazing. It's really answering. Um, it's like a vehicle. That's how Marcus Pierce describes it. It's a vehicle yes. for women like like me who you know when they've experienced the healing power of food. Yes. you want to go out and you want to go out and you want to help everybody else. And not everybody has got the time or the inclination to qualify as a you know, a functional medicine doctor sure, or a naturopath sure. or a health coach, you know, but this is a way I feel of almost like cutting out the middleman and just going straight to the food. Like instead of saying to people, try and cut out these foods and eat this food, you're just saying, here we go. Like here, I've already here made it life yes. easier for you. Here yes, it is. Just yes. no need to cut out your breads, no need to cut out your cookies and your jellies and your pastries because um, you can you can basically primalify any recipe, you know, like you and turn it into something whole food. Yeah, so you can absolutely, so, yeah, no, absolutely. And Helen, to continue this, you started the Primalista program, which I think is just incredible. So I'd love you to share with my listeners that because I'm sure there's going to be lovely people listening who are really going to want to jump on this. Yeah, great. Love to share. So basically, so I started making the um, making products for my clients and look I wanted to make everything right so I was doing <laughs> you everything. Can't make everything I'll do everything like I, you know, I'll do your bone broth and I'll do your um activated cashew milk and I'll make your kombucha and I'll make all your meals and I'll do all of your breads and and basically I'm so glad that somebody said to me oh you know that you need to have a food business registration to make food oh, for sale to the public and thank goodness for that because I wouldn't be doing primal alternative, would have died in the arse, excuse my French, no, it's would have died good. in the arse by now because I would have, um, it wasn't streamlined enough. Imagine if you got an order for like one chili con carne, three kombuchas, two cookies. Ugh, it's just all over the place. So I can't, I can't even imagine that, Helen. I can't even imagine oh, that. It would be just. It's seriously a nightmare and it wouldn't even exist, right? So it was a blessing in disguise. Thank you, environmental health officers. Yes. Um, and I wanted to work from home because as, as aforementioned, I was trying to – I had a really major – I've had a major career crisis since having children in trying to find something that was fulfilling for me um, that meant I could contribute to the family finances but also be here for the kids. Yes, like I, I want absolutely. to be here when the when the school bus comes home and if somebody's sick and if somebody's got a faction day carnival, like I want to be there. That's, that's the kind of parenting I've signed up for. That's what I want to do, you know? Um, so, so yes. So anyway, so I, so I just, you could all just make low risk products from home. So that, that's the range that we do now. They're all low risk products. So safe to make from home. Obviously you've got to get your kitchen approved by an environmental health officer and stick to lots of food safety, um, uh, handling um, principles, yeah, so yeah. regulation. Yeah, so we've got all of that, all of that covered. Um, and yeah. so I did it for about eighteen months um, myself, going to markets and um, selling at health food shops and gourmet pizza shops. Cafes would contact me to get onto their menu. It was so exciting, and the feedback that I got was seriously amazing. Like people would tell me 
at these products like you have, Wendy. Like now I'm just like, yeah, I love hearing it, love hearing it. But yeah, at that time when you've made something and you've come up with a recipe, you just think no one's going to like it. You know, it's oh, like absolutely something in front of people. And you're so, it's, like, <laughs> it's like bearing your heart, you know. It's like, oh, my goodness, what's everyone going to think? But the feedback was people loved it and it made their life a lot easier. And, um, yeah, there's just so much gratitude for it. So the, the, the range, um, you know, the, the, the popularity of the range grew and I knew that I needed to get this to the whole of Australia, but the idea of a factory just doesn't light me no, up. I can't like, imagine. Yeah, I just can't see that yeah. from you. No, I could, I just couldn't. I was reading your bio and I went, no, I, there's no way I could ever seen you doing that no. ever, Helen, ever. And anyway, do you know what, Wendy? I didn't have any money, right? So even if I wanted to do a factory, <laughs> I didn't have any money to start to, to, to buy a factory. Oh, I love that. And but there's something about I don't know. There's something about it being homemade with love that I just can't put any scientific evidence on it. No. But there's some something magic, some magical energy in that that absolutely. you get you lose when something's on a production line. Like you absolutely do. So so. The universe basically spoke to me and said that I needed to franchise my successful baking business so that other women with a passion for clean living could, um, you know, do something that they loved and help other people. So, look, I knew nothing about the franchise industry other than the word franchise felt like a dirty word to me. <laughs> I love that. And all, all oh. horrible things, all bad things happening, you yes, know, on yes. current affair or a day to, yes, uh, today, yes, tonight. Yes. <laughs> I had to do do a lot of work on my belief around the franchise industry and you know then everywhere I look now you know I'm like a health freak cafe the other day I'm like well that's a franchise and um all the Govita wonderful health food shops they're all franchises and um the gym that I go to that's a franchise and Bunnings oh there's another franchise you know just like everywhere it's a really it's a really cool way to get a business bottle out um, without you know and it, it's really ethical because it's kind of co-created it's not like you've got one person that owns all the stores and takes all of the profit exactly. you know like every it's kind exactly. of co-created Helen, together exactly yeah, that's yeah. Awesome. So, yeah. it's so awesome so I so that's what I did and we did a little test um in town you know you've got to test your model before you roll it out Absolutely. and um, that went well and then I launched um the Primalista Baking Franchise on Boxing Day 2020. Oh, sorry, 20, hang on, I'm not there yet. On Boxing Day 2016. <laughs> We're well, not quite in 2020 yet, dearest. No, it, it is Monday. Uh, yeah, true. It is uh, Monday. <laughs> <laughs> and um, since then, so we're now like just moving towards the end of 2018, since then 66 incredible women have oh, signed up to that be is so wonderful. That is absolutely it's incredible. So and are they all over, all over Australia, Helen? We've got Primalisters everywhere except Northern Territory. Okay. Come on, Northern Territory. Yeah, come on, Northern Territory. Anybody <laughs> listening out in the Northern Territory. So how does, how does you know, I'm sure there are some lovely people out there who are interested in maybe joining your program. How do they do that, Helen? Well, basically, if you go to my website, which is primalalternative.com, you'll be able to find, see all of the range on there, um, see all of the ingredients, see all of the nutritional information panels as well. And then if you go to um, the, basically it says um, become a primalista, you just click on that and it tells you all about 
um, the, how the franchise works. I'm really open and transparent. So the price of the franchise is on there. Yes. Everything you want to know is on there. It's not like, right, sign up and I'll, you know. Got you, got you. You know, it's like it's all there. It's all there. And if you like what you see, there's even like a 20-minute video, uh, like a sneak peek of what you get with the franchise uh, from me. And if you like all of that, then the next step is to book a Primal Lister discovery call with me, which is basically like an interview um, so we'll, we'll just see if we're a good fit and how yeah. primal alternative could work in your life. And then, yeah, if it's good and, and we like each other, then off we go. Oh, that's it's awesome. Easy, yeah. That's awesome. And I mean, I will put all, put all the links in the show notes when this goes live so people can find you easily, which will be amazing, which will be amazing. Awesome. So Helen, I just want to go away from business side of things just for a couple of moments before we wrap up. I'd love you to share with my listeners, what are your daily non-negotiables? I love to ask this question of my guests because I always get such a varied, different response and it's such a such a learning moment for me and everybody listening. So what does Helen Marshall have to do every day to keep Helen Marshall going? Oh, my God, Helen Marshall has a lot of non-negotiables. <laughs> you know what? I, I used to think that that made me high maintenance. Uh, and I used to kind of like not be, I used to kind of like try and hide the fact that I liked to rub moisturizer into my feet before I went to bed <laughs> on a night, like and things like that. And then I was like realizing actually, you know what, that's, that's a good, it's all right to want to nurture yourself. So it's actually and, a really cool thing now. And I, I can think, talk about it on, on Exactly. <laughs> and I think Kim Morrison, our beautiful Kim Morrison, who is all about the self-care and the art of self-love would absolutely endorse what you and I are saying right now. Mm, absolutely. So let me run you through my non-negotiables. So um, the first non-negotiable would be sleep. I am very, very good at, with sleep. Yes. Yeah, thanks very yes. much for having a good diet. So I do need a good nine hours a night. Um, so half half past nine into bed uh, is is when I go to bed. Okay. Um, yeah. My next non-negotiable would be that I have sacred time with my husband first oh, thing. So that. no kids in the bedroom. And I'm not talking about you know, sexy time no, every no, day, but that. I'm talking about quiet time where we're just having a cuddle or we're talking about the day. We have a couple of cats. So it's a beautiful way to start the days with cuddles and purrs, like absolutely no, just sets that. you down on an amazing start. My third non-negotiable is food. So we always wake up. Um, Mike cooks an amazing breakfast. I do the coffees. The kids set the table and put the plates away. So oh, we have a family um, breakfast all together. Yes. And then they go off for their day and then I move into my other non-negotiables, which include um, moving my body. So I've recently rediscovered the gym. Oh, I love yes. um, I love Les Mills Body Pump. I thought that I wasn't allowed to like Les Mills Body Pump anymore now that I'm into Primal. But it's <laughs> and I still love it. I've been doing like – I worked out it's been 30 years since I've been doing wow. aerobics essentially and wow. I, that's just something that's in me and I love it so I either do that or I'll go for a walk um I meditate every day so yeah. um that's what I was doing just before I met you oh, lovely. Uh, just half an hour guided meditation which just really helps me um well one digest my lunch and two to just really get clarity around my day otherwise yeah. it's very easy yes just to kind of go oh my god I've got, I've got, I've got so much to do so much to do so much yeah. to do um, what else is non-negotiable? I have a massage once a fortnight. I um, I love to go in the spa. We've got a beautiful spa outside. Oh, I've been there four times a week. Oh, look, my whole life is one big oh, non-negotiable. No, but what what I think <laughs> I is, you know, I think I don't think you're high maintenance at all. I think there is so much 
self-care and thought got into all of that that you just shared with us and you know I encourage everyone listening to incorporate some of that into your day because you know what we're all we've got we have to be our own champions and if you're not loving yourself well who else is going to Mm, absolutely absolutely and filling other people up you know once your cup is full and my cup is full it didn't always used to be and and I think being a mum it's interesting actually because I'm still working on it like I haven't I'm a lot better than I was, but I'm always learning. I've not, I haven't nailed it, you know. Um, when you were talking earlier, Wendy, about, you know, people who shop on Coles online or they have a cleaner. Yes. Well, I just reached the stage the other day um, when I was like, oh, there's so much housework to do. There's so much cleaning and food prep and washing and, you know, I'm not really sure if I can – I sometimes feel like I don't know if I can keep up this pace yes, of, yes. you know, looking after a family. And they, don't get me wrong, like, everyone helps out. Like, the yes. kids are awesome. Mike does the groceries. And, like, everyone – it's not like I'm doing everything and I should delegate within the family. Yeah. But I just realised, like, look, instead of paying for, like, ad, an admin person in my business, I think I'd rather pay for a housekeeper. I hear you. And, I hear you. But, but to actually admit that and, – and, and then I sort of felt like I had to kind of ask permission. Oh, from Mike you know to say like Mike yes. look how I'm feeling and he's like yeah babe like if that's what you need then that's what we can get you know, and, and, and then just, oh. sorry, sorry. <laughs> exactly but you know and that's the whole thing I wish we never I wish we didn't have that mentality where we have to act ask permission or you know shame our friends because they're asking for that kind of help or whatever it is you know mm-hmm. it's like let's just all take control of our lives let's just be let's just love ourselves let's just be kind to ourselves which is another thing I say at every opportunity that I get it's yeah like we only have one life and I mean do you want to be stuck behind a pile of ironing every day do you want to be you know worrying about the house and worrying about that okay not everybody's in a position to be able to you know bring outside help in I get that but can we just be a little kind to ourselves? You know, the ironing's not going anywhere. The cleaning's not going anywhere, well, you, know, you know. Do you know what? Like, I, I'm with you, right, with the cost thing. But I also think at what cost, you know, oh, like. Agreed, agreed. Like, I, running, running myself ragged like I did before I had my health crisis of doing absolutely everything and trying to do everything for everyone else because somehow that made you a nice person. It's basically martyrdom, right? But anyway, but, you know, like <laughs> that's what I was doing. And, and then I think about all of those hours of feeling terrible, all of those bills at the doctors, all of those bills at the naturopath, exactly. trying to get back on track. It's like at what cost? If we can take the load up <laughs> a little bit, like, you know, like you could get a cleaner come for a couple of hours a week for like $50, $60. Like if that's going to be taking the, the um, taking a little bit of the weight sure. off you and feeling, that feeling of being supported, like, ah, oh, coming home to a clean house, ah, oh, what? that's worth it you know oh, what I mean I agree absolutely I agree and the, and that's what and that's why we you know the first time I heard about your primal list of program I just thought for mums out there who want to you know be involved in their kids lives or anybody who wants that lifestyle it is the perfect fit if the, you know mm. if, if it all works out kind of thing and they have a love for making beautiful product and stuff like that it's just incredible I really commend you for coming up with this and launching it and you know enabling so many of our beautiful sisterhood out there to live the lives that they want to live and not be stuck you know in a possibly a nine-to-five job and missing their kids lives or you know if that's their choice some people don't want that they're happy you know they're happy to go off to work and do all that and bless them all you know it takes all of us it takes all kinds of different models of lives to live our lives and I just think 
what you're offering through this, I really encourage everybody listening, if you're interested, you know, in having something like this, that you're in control of your working hours and your working life is to just check out check out Helen's website, check out the Primalista program. It might just be the answer to, you know, what you're looking for so to enable the lifestyle you want to have. Mm. Absolutely. absolutely absolutely thank you wendy well helen we've come to the end of our time today it has been absolutely wonderful to have you on here you've been a great pleasure you've been a wealth of information and i know there's a lot of people out there listening who are going to relate to your story because your story is like a lot of our stories you know we've all had these health crisis health journeys and you know we've turned it around and found a way out of it and thank you from the bottom of my heart for sharing so openly of yourself and of your story and you know creating this beautiful beautiful products range that we all enjoy indulge makes our life easy and also for the primalista program which i think you know is a massive game changer these days in australia so thank you so much again helen oh thank you wendy it's been so cool to be here it's been amazing so i just want to thank you all for listening to this episode of wendy's way if you liked it i would love you to give it a rating on itunes or whichever way you're listening to please feel free to share it with your family and friends. For all things Wendy's Way, you can follow me on Facebook, on Instagram, on my website, which is www.wendysway.com.au. I'm so grateful for having Helen again on the show. Thank you all for listening. Have a happy, safe and blessed day and bye for now. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.